passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. I'm Mike Chipos, man. I got this, yeah. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time to listen to Reese and Dan on the Angle Pick Pod. Angle Pickers, welcome back. Pay-per-view week, UFC 274 in Arizona. We've got two title fights on the card. Oliveira, Gaethje, Rose, and Carla Esparza. Get pumped. I'm excited. These boys are excited. I got Reese and Dan with me as per usual. What is up, fellas? Dude, we are feeling the vibes. I'm just even looking at this card, looking at the main event, top to bottom, has me just juiced up. I'm so fucking excited. Like, especially after the couple of weeks we've had of I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest here as a big fan of the sport, it pains me to say it, but some snoozers. A little bit of a, a lull in the, in the season, if you will. And Dana promises that we've got a banger of a summer in line for us, and I know that this is the kickoff to that. UFC 274 is going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, not much to add there. I just think when you look at UFC 274, the fight to look at to be the best fight, maybe fight of the year is OSP versus Shogun Hua. Uh, obviously yeah. joking. But, no, good card, much needed. No, it's, it's Norma Dumont, Macy Chieson. And full disclosure, we're out ahead of this one recording in advance so that we can get some early action placed, hopefully. Um, so prove us wrong. Let's uh, well, I hope there's some exciting cards that we just passed you don't over. Think the but like most exciting names. You don't think the listeners are going to be wondering why we're wearing the same clothes three episodes in a row? Well, our YouTube, our YouTube uh, dedicated ones, sure, we'll pick up on it. There you go. They're good Subscribe. clothes. Don't talk shit about my clothes. Subscribe to YouTube at Ankle Pick Pod. Leave some comments. Um, the Those first fight on the main card is one that we're drooling over already. Reese coming off the most recent victory. He's going to kick things off for us in a lightweight Donald Cerrone, Joe Lozon yeah. match. Just, just, just to you. Um, <clears throat> I mean, geez, Cowboys Cerrone, Joe Lozon. Uh, what, I mean, what is there to say about, about, this one other than we got the battle of the elderly i mean <laughs> i mean joe lozon he was still i would have said legends legends too he, he's still performing at he was performing at like a high-ish level with the win over our boy believe it or not jonathan he pierce JSP, by the way he did but the thing is it's like i don't know lozon 
I know wanted to fight. I listened to a whole interview about it. I know Dana kind of said, nah, you're good on that. And then I thought Cerrone also was, was done. Um, but again, I mean, who's going to tell Cerrone he's done? Absolutely nobody. He'll, he'll, he'll fight till the day's done. So I, I don't know. Um, uh, I guess Cerrone minus one forty, but I really don't know. It's tough because you're. I think that you're feeling the same kind of vibe that I'm feeling. I want to make Joe Lozon a favorite because if they fought two, three years ago when they were both active, I think Joe Lozon would have been a favorite. Right. Um, Craig Jones or whatever Cerrone. I have I have his page up and I'm looking at Craig Jones's name. But Cerrone has stayed active, even with not having a lot of UFC fights. He's taken two really difficult grappling matches in Craig Jones and Joe Selecki. Um, obviously, he's been a lot more active than Lozon in taking Morono, Nico Price, uh, Anthony Pettis, McGregor, all since that Lozon-JSP fight. And a lot of those, he hasn't looked great, and he's looked a lot really slow. And that even makes me want to make Joe Lozon a favorite even more. I just don't know. I'm going to go under you because you gave me that a lot. You went 140. Yeah. I'll go 120, and that gives me Joe favoritism, but I, and I don't have to choose it, but I really want to. I'm tempted here. It's between y'all's numbers, but Danny's no. going to take the point. 25? 125, Cerrone. Bang, 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 bang. Early poha. Don't count your pohas before the hatch, but one oh DK. That I agree to. Nice Next fight on the main card, we have a light heavyweight bout. This one's actually a rematch from 2014. I was looking at lines and uh, I accidentally pulled up 2014's line first. But we've got Mauricio Hua and OSP. Dan, go for it. So I'm pulling up that line. Yeah, dude, this is. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's plus 135 for OSP. So like a minus 150 probably on the other. Um, interesting because I would be very, very surprised if Shogun was a favorite running it back. Obviously, 2014 is yeah. like forever ago, eight years. Um, but I, I think that Shogun as an athlete, um, even though they're only one year separated, Shogun, his body is all of 40 way more than OSP's is. I, I'm more convinced that OSP um, can fight still. I really can. I think he's got to be a favorite here. You look at uh, Shogun, I mean, he's he's been oh, – I guess he's a pretty big favorite over Mininog, but that was also just another – dinosaur fight kind of um and I, I it feels weird being so disrespectful of these no, guys it's not, even a disrespect, it's not even a disrespect point like i agree with you i thought it was weird saying but then like these guys are in their 40s like it's like let's like i love them and they're legends and like i have nothing but a great things to say about their career but at the same time it's like this is not a sport for 40 year olds i mean if you have 20 pride wins you're you're a dinosaur show exactly, exactly. <laughs> In the most respectful way possible. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I think he's got to be a dog here. I'm going OSP minus one 
45. That seems like an OSP number. I'll bet it's not on, on like a clean, like four. There's no zero behind it. There's like a two or a five. That's an OSP number. Yeah. I mean, OSP is a perennial fade for me, but it's like, dude, like I literally could first off Shogun actually put together a great performance against Paul Craig and was minus minus one ten. and Paul Craig's trajectory in his career has just flown since then, which is awesome. But I mean, Shogun's 40 years old. He really has not been super active. He's a first ballot hall of famer again, but like Danny said, I mean, he, he had 40 pride wins and quick side note, but for anyone who are 20 pride fights for anyone who wants to go back and watch some fun shit, some early pride fights were not only incredible, but they had like 15 round matches or 15 round matches or fights with no rounds they had like wrestling shoes on and they could head kick down opponents. I mean, it's just a wild spectacle of just craziness. Crazy era of the sport, bunch of legends, great, great rabbit hole to go down. Great legend, uh, great rabbit hole to go down, but I don't want to get bogged down here. Maybe Danny and I will talk pride on, on on a YouTube video one of these days, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go OSP favorited. I hate it though. So much. I'm going to go minus 120 OSP and that pains me, but I mean, Shogun's just, I love the guy, so I don't he want to say ain't what he used to was. He just ain't what he used to was. Couldn't have said it better. Similarly, the lines between y'all, Reese is going to take the point, minus 125 OSP. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This is how this episode is going to go. Yep. You see where this is going. 1-1, one, one, and now we're into the real meat of the main card. Dan's going to lead this one. Or I'm sorry, Reese is going to lead this one off. Lightweight bout, Michael Chandler and Tony Ferguson. Yeah, this is another one that Danny was mentioning. He said it for the opening fight, or it's like this one three years ago or four years ago, and Joe Lozon's the favorite. This one three years ago, four years ago, uh, I would say Tony Ferguson's the favorite and pretty sizable too. And people have soured on this man so hard, so fast. And he he went from being a number one contender, a guy that everyone – said should be fighting for the belt he had the interim belt he went on an 11 fight win streak cut up everybody he fought was an absolute beast loses justin gaethje who mind you is fighting for the title on this exact same card lost to charles do you remember the pause for a second do you remember the line on that gaethje fight just to show you exactly what your point is like to show our listeners exactly what your point is of how far he's fallen from grace that gaethje fight we had Tony Ferguson as a minus 230 favorite at close. There you go, yeah. And then, and so he lost to Gaethje, who's fighting for the title on this card. Then he goes and fights Charles Oliveira um, again as the favorite, <laughs> minus 165. Loses that bout. Charles Oliveira is fighting for the championship. Then he went on to fight Benel Dariush and got smoked. And this is where it started to fall. He, he got beat up bad. And he was plus 135 there, and he didn't win a second of that fight and just didn't look the same. He's taken some time off, about a year, gets this Chandler fight. I think that this is a a decent draw for him, but, I mean, Chandler had the same stuff. He fought Charles Oliveira, fought Justin Gaethje, lost both. Now he's here. Both of those were wars. I I think Chandler's going to be minus 270. And, And, Dan, I'll be honest, I had it higher. I had Chandler in the mid 300s, but looking at the lines that he had against Gaethje, Oliveira, and Darius, I know 
the perceptions changed a ton, but I brought it down a little bit. I came in here with like 360. I'm going to stick with 270. Michael Chandler minus. So I'm close to you, and maybe I'm just still caught up in the aura that was El Kikui, but I, I had 225 written down. No, that's um, not bad line at all. Not bad line at all. I, I don't think I'm going to waver just because I don't know exactly where I want to go. Uh, or I, I mean, I, I would, if given the chance to revise, I would go a little closer to you, but that's not quite the If you If you want that, you game. can have that. I, I don't want to. No, I, I'm, I, I like I like my 225. I mean, I don't feel good about it, but I'm going to stick to it. I I don't think that – I'm just – both guys are coming off multiple losses in a row. One of them shouldn't be as big of a favorite as like a minus 500. This is, it's not like Chandler is the next great thing to come to the UFC. He is a little bit at the tail end of his career, similar to Tony. And he hasn't looked as, as shell of himself, but neither of them are finishable, I don't think. It, like, it's just – it's hard. Yeah. Going up closer to recent number wouldn't have helped you. Minus 365, Chandler. Oh, I was almost dead on. What did I say that I coming in line was 360? Yikes. I was dead on the mark. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, that's a huge number. That's yeah. 305 for Al the other way. It sounds like we're going to be on Al Kinkui that night. I'm so happy to be on Al and if this and if this is the last time, that'll make me a little sad. But so he's got fighting him. That's one thing that you're never questioning. That's a dog who's got fighting him. Yeah. If you if anyone questions that, you're an animal, dude. That Oliveira submission is the the most egregious thing I've ever seen for someone not to tap to. Insane. And he didn't even go out in that Gaethje beating either. He stood there. The ref had Herb Zine had to come in and make a big deal out of it. Dude's a tank. Uh, strawweight title fight, co-main, Rose Namajunas, current belt holder, and Carla Esparza. Dan, kicking things off down one to two. So what was Carla's path to, uh... Yao Janan beating is the one I remember. She destroyed Yao Janan, who was two at the time. Destroyed. Yeah, she did. And and Marina, that, was, that split decision. Mm-hmm. I... I don't know what it is. I'm seeing, uh, I mean, I'm seeing a five-fight win streak. I'm seeing a great resume, and I'm still not just a believer in Carlos Barza. Obviously, I don't hold Rose in the same prestige as, uh, like, Valentina. This won't be an egregious line, but I think she'll be a pretty sizable favorite here. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, especially just the name value that she carries and has always carried, even though not being – ever the most active title or ever, never the most active champion, uh, never the most outspoken. Um, just, she's always been a, a, a fucking star and a stud. I think she's going to be a minus. I, I want to, I'm wavering between a 190 and a 200. I'm yeah. going to go. I'm going to go 190. I think it's safer, I guess. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I, I like, like, Look, Rose is – She's a superstar, though, and, and I don't hold Carla in that same respect. I kind of so already Carla, switched to 200. Believe it or not, Carla, believe it or not, is the first ever women's strawweight champion for the UFC. True story. But, look, I mean – and she actually beat Rose, I think, for the belt maybe, or for – I think she beat Rose for the belt. I, I don't remember, but – um yeah i mean is this look, a rematch 
Yeah, right. this is a rematch from the tough season. I just don't remember if that tough season was for the belt or not. But um, Rose, but when you look at the trajectories of their career, Rose has improved leaps and bounds in comparison and has stayed active and has beaten the top of the top and has shown to be um, elite, elite. And I'm not saying it's it's different for Carla. I, I just think that the perception's way different. But I, I don't think – I don't look at Rose as an unbeatable force. I actually look at Rose as someone who could have lost the split decision to Andrade, and I had losing the split decision to Whaley. And so she's – I think she's properly ranked. You said 190. My line was 190. Um, and I'm, I'm too scared to do it too. So I'm going to say 180 for Rose. Minus 170 rows. Oh, oh, I felt really good about it when you went under me. Oh, I felt confident when you went under me. And this one opened about a month ago, minus 220 rows. Oh, ah! I really match. felt confident when you went under me. Point and match, Reese. Can't have rows at 200 there. At least I can't. Vegas can't, apparently. Let's go. Right. Oh. Well, I'm taking my notes. Right, and we still got one more fight, and Woo. it's the one that we're most excited about. So, again, two weeks in a row, not going to shortchange the listeners. We've got Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje, the lightweight title strap on the line. Where do we come in, Reese? Coming, <laughs> Reese is doing some sort of inflatable man at the used car lot dance. We just all we witnessed the Reese Paul flu game. <laughs> Seriously. I, I'm about to take these bad boys. Don't worry, everybody. They're just NyQuil. We're not sponsored, though, so I didn't want to show the name. No and I'm going to knock out. But I'm going to knock out a two-episode winner, win streak. And that's that's what we're all about here at the Ankle Pick Pod. Win streaks. Um, for this one, look, I, I think that Bronx is probably, actually, definitely, the most overlooked and underrated champ. I think that it was Volkanovski for a while. Volkanovski silenced everyone who was who was questioning him. Um, Oliveira, everyone thinks is just some guy because of his because of um, how long he's been in the UFC and some of the losses he's endured on his long run. But look, I, I love Gaethje too. He's a, he's a straight electric factory. It's this is going to be a fight that's going to be glutarized the TV. But see, I think if I was making the line. I would make DeBronx minus 190. My guess is because of how overlooked he is and also how big of a fan favorite Gaethje is, I bet it's closer to 150. I'm, so I'm going to lock in DeBronx minus 150. But you I think it could be 190. I'm going to put it – I, I, I think deep down it's 190. but Or like I in my head I think it's 190, but like I know where this line's I, – I don't – I'm so happy we're not – like this won't matter for anything and we – aren't competing on this one because right. I pulled up the Gaethje Khabib line and now my mind is in a fucking pretzel. What was that? Habib minus 260 or something? It's right around that. I I thought it should have I I expected when I opened this page for to see like a minus 400 or something. I remember we did hammer the Khabib side but putting Oliveira at like a minus 160, 70 favorite when Khabib was only 250 doesn't that seem like only 
Like, there's not a lot of room to move below no, 250 agree. is what I'm saying. For the, A lot of people consider the greatest lightweight to ever fight in the UFC. I, I'm not disrespecting Charles Oliveira when I tell you that he's not Khabib. That is zero disrespect. Um, yeah, I think I like your 150. I think that's a good place. Doesn't like you said, I want to make it over. I want to respect him more. But I'm also staring at him being a dog in his last title fight against Dustin. I this is this one. My, I'm so I'm in such a pretzel. Let me go. I'm gonna follow the Gaethje hype into this number, and I'm gonna disrespect Oliveira again, and I'm gonna go Oliveira minus one thirty-five. Oh my God, criminal! That's yeah, incredible. but but like, line. This is what I'm talking about. This people, is what I, people are, I, I'm not setting this for what I like. That is the epitome of someone who's underrating the goat. <laughs> I, but I'm not. I, I boo shame, shame. I'm so thrown off by this Khabib line, dude. Thirty-five. You're basically saying it's practically pickup. <laughs> You're an animal. <laughs> It's minus 160, Oliveira. Ding, ding, ding. Open minus 205. I love you, Dan. This Khabib line is stupid, though. It's just a bad line. Someone give me that. We all bet it. I remember it was World Series weekend. Reese and I were in Dallas. 2020. We didn't take Gaethje. Huh? No way we took Gaethje. No, we took Khabib. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you said we all bet it as in, like, we bet the bad line. No, no, no. We, 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 hit, we hit Khabib there. Uh, it way harder. Double. That's triple. what we got until later this week. We're going to have the main episode. We're going to be live Saturday morning. A lot coming at you, pay-per-view week. Yeah, I'm dropping these one at a time, though, Cobes. Of course. Reese, real quick, did you see what uh, – did you see that clip that came out last week of Khabib talking to D.C.? about his um, submission of the year award that he got for that triangle choke against Gaethje. No, I did not. He, he was, he was talking to uh, DC about it and DC was saying like, they were kind of joking and whatever. They're like, Oh, are you going to tell everyone like, thank everyone for your, the jujitsu classes at AKA that I led that for your submission of the year plaque. And Khabib was like, Oh, like you run good class, but you don't teach me this. Your legs are <laughs> fat for triangle choke. You have two fat legs for triangle choke. You cannot teach this. You know, you don't know this move. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was awesome. No, that is awesome. I gotta look that up. All right, All right. until later this week. Reese, close us up. Poha! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.